Welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sammy Sheva. And welcome. We here at Curious Chimps are law-abiding citizens. We do not endorse anything illegal. And anything we discuss is for entertainment and not information purposes. We are not experts, and nor do we claim to be. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, read the label, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chips. This is our lives now. Let's talk about drugs. Uh, My brother. All right. Okay. What's up, Sammy? I don't know. I just feel like beatboxing for some reason. Do it, man. It sounds great. If I knew how to freestyle, it could go even better. It's amazing, like, the sounds you can make with your mouth. Right? Yeah, you have quite a, a, a variety to choose from. <laughs> I remember one time me and my friend were beatboxing and I just like have you ever done an inventory and he's like what are you talking about and I'm just like just f- check out what sounds you can make like if you go online now you're gonna get bottlenecked in a really good way because you're gonna be able to do all these like liquid bass sounds and these fucking like inward bass like like I can't even mm. do them yet you know they're, they're confusing and like one of them's like and like the the tongue gets flappy like you know when you yeah. outward they do it inward and it goes like Whoa. like it just sounds like inhuman Whoa. and there's this one guy who does like like he like he sucks in but like it's bassy also so it just sounds like this like like this screechy like high pitched throat singing fuck man dude i remember years back one of the first viral videos I saw was this guy was at like a party performing a beatboxing thing mm. and he was like breaking down he's like sang some lyrics mm-hmm. and then he did the beat oh and he shows you how he puts them together and then he's of? like he's done watch this and then he just starts singing like going into the song and then he's beatboxing as he's singing perfectly it was like a song it was the craziest thing I've ever seen I I personally I don't like that because most of the time it's still impressive but you see where the person cuts mm. you you can just hear it you know like the the person they're talking but then they'll like in between and the the word will just get cut and most of the time it doesn't sound great but your brain gets tricked especially if you're not a beatboxer mm. because they're singing the lyrics first empty and it's dry and then they throw in the the beat on top and it just your your brain replaces it sort of so it still sounds cool but mm. i'm just picky about it i'm like this doesn't sound right you know mm. like when you really hear someone sneaking in some lyrics like what the beat i was just doing before it's kind of the same thing. There's no words, but I'm going. It's a melody. I'm doing the bass at the same time, and then suddenly, I, I, like I have to like find a way to take a breath and do the high pitch part, and then come in, and, and I'm still doing the the beat, which is more of just like mouth pressure, so that mm. I can, you know, like it's not affecting my vocalization. Praise pretty much doing circular breathing with this or is it a little bit different i can't do circular breathing because you need that pressure system okay. i think maybe it might be useful in the future but i'm really like an intermediate beatboxer okay. like there's gods out there you go online i've and seen beatboxing battles man it's 
it's can't, the man. coolest thing, man. I know. And the, what's cool is at that level, even though I said it, like it gets bottlenecked a little bit, there's a lot of techniques that have to come out hmm. that I don't even know how to do yet. But there's still so much personality. There's still so much like freedom to to sound like like D'Lo is like my favorite guy. He's not not necessarily the best. He's fucking up there hmm. as far as I can tell. I'm not like I don't have my finger on the pulse like hard, but he's just I love his style. I love his attitude. You know, mm. there's one, there's one clip. It's like, to, it's like top 10 D-Lo moments or even top 10 drops. And he's like in there like three times or something. And he's just, do, he's, he's doing this like, and the, the whole fucking That's crowd. So cool. And he just yeah. looks at his com- competition and he goes, look at the crowd, man. And, <laughs> and, and, and he goes right back yeah. to the beat, like where it should be. But it's like, it's like a little bit late because he wow. spoke yeah. and he just did that so seamlessly. <laughs> and I was like, dude. You're, you're such a dick but like it's perfect like it's it's competition you know yeah. like you want to kind of like i'm sure they all respect each other they all they're all oh, in the a, same it's a very small community too right i don't know i yeah. i think the the top guys for sure yeah their face looks different than ours they got they're like porn stars like they have wide mouths you know mm. like it's like biology at a certain point <laughs> it makes sense though for, yeah. for them to move their lips in certain ways like, and uh, there has to be some physiology behind it uh, I, there's a lot that you can do just by learning, but there's a lot. I, I see the best people have like, uh, they have like big lips. They have like, they maybe, maybe they've been doing it for so long that it changed the shape of their face a little bit too. Who knows? But like, it's I don't look like that, that guy. <laughs> it's like Alex Honnold, the rock climber, like his fingers are literally like triple yeah. in size of regular fingers. It's insane. And that's obviously he probably had big hands to start with, but they calcified and grew as he got better in the sport. The fucking like... What's it? What's the word? Like the 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 tensile strength, like yeah. the I don't know what the word, but like the the strength of all the materials combined, yeah. like his bones, his ligaments, his his squishy in between joint stuff, yeah. cartilage. I couldn't remember the word for cartilage. <laughs> <laughs> the squishy in between bone stuff, and then even his skin it's, adds to the strength yeah. because there's less give. And then his musculature obviously is amazing also, but it's like all, even his fascia must have like a certain give, but a certain stiff though. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck man. It's like his hands look crazy. That guy looks crazy. He looks like a, he's wiry man. He's wiry though. There's something about his face. Like he looks so like at peace and he looks like a a little out of the, out of this world. Something has to be off for someone to climb like that with no ropes, you know? I don't know. I want to give that, I want to go extreme and I want to, like essentialize them like we talked about in the past but i know that it's fucking reps again i know that it's reps but like you said there might have been a physical thing there in the first place it's funny because i was talking to my girlfriend about it this morning i'm like do you think people are born with just natural abilities to certain arts Mm. and i think we both came to a conclusion that no it's not like natural talent but it's natural capabilities predispositions yeah like your your genetics are giving you more you're more capable of succeeding in this avenue versus that avenue nature nurture is a fucking rabbit hole because you ask any parent and they will tell you you were born like this like they they don't see it at first but then they put two and two together like once you're in your 20s or something they're like oh fuck you used to always do that when you were a kid like i didn't teach you that Hmm. rogan talks about all the time my kids just were born with traits of me and 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 the mom and it's like combinations like the the one on the left doesn't have things the same things as the one on the right yeah and like I grew up with the piano in my house, so I, I became kind of, I had this contact high of music. No one in my family is musical. My mom can draw like a motherfucker and she never expanded on it. Yeah. And my brother got a little musical too, but he kind of gave it up. Could it be that there's like a gene 
from like your great 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 whatever grandparent Fucking and amazing. it just slowly made its way back to the surface of the gene pool after all the births and it finally arose into you i do have an uncle on my dad's side who plays guitar yeah like a motherfucker i think but that's it's it, like man. music's ubiquitous you know like yeah but we're a combination of everyone in our in our bloodline it's not just our parents or our grandparents it, it the lineage goes back fucking to the beginning. So then we all have the potential for everything. I guess it's whatever surfaces <laughs> for that person, though. Yeah. I wonder how... I mean, pretty much you're right, though. We have potential for anything. Yeah. And music is, like, human. You yeah. know, there's even this argument that, like, when we became... Like, when we... when we, Like, when we became... Like, the slow evolution <laughs> to where we are now, it needed us to become silent. We needed to avoid predation. So, like, birds and whales sing all the time. They don't shut up. Yeah, it's like at, at the risk. They're literally like they're they're literally singing. Hey, at the risk of getting eaten, who wants to fuck? <laughs> and then monkeys were just like, we're out of the trees now. We're standing upright. We got to be quiet. Our feet look different, so we can be quiet. So we can we can we don't snap the twigs, so that we mm. can climb up fucking steep things. And our eyes like we're, we're predator and we're prey because our eyes are in front like a cat. Yeah, but. We don't have the crazy ears, like, like to to spot shit. We don't have the crazy sense of smell. Nothing. We're just we're just brain monkeys. We're just like it's it's weird. It's a direct relationship with, like you said, with nature and nurture. I think part of it was that because we had the hands that we have, the disposable thumbs, we were able to create tools that helped our evolution kind Did of you steer say disposable, into that way. opposable, opposable. Sorry, <laughs> disposable. disposable. Bro. I don't I fucking change this. I got four fingers. Change, change the thumb. <laughs> Well, you know what? At some point, <laughs> maybe not now, but in 50 or 100 or 200 years, we're going to be able to have disposable limbs and stuff with technology. Oh, That's going to happen. I mean, so, you can already reattach limbs like under good yeah. circumstances. But it, so if it you might just be grow like a limb. You go into like a body shop and just switch up. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, who knows? Uh, I guess we do know in a way. I don't know. But I think it's happening at a small level, like you said, but it's going to get crazier and crazier. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But I think the tools that we were able to use kind of created that silence. Like think of a fire. Once we were able to really sit down and have a campfire, mm. like that changed evolution forever, man. Because yeah. all of a sudden, like, oh shit, we could be silent. We Imagine just... the catharsis too in singing. Beca like turning like um turning sound into into language again and turning because you know, animals communicate. I guess so. We always did at at some level, maybe maybe more non verbally as well, because that's just how our brains are are shaped. Yeah. You know, like a neurologist will will tell you, like a neuroscientist will be like, this is how we communicate for the most part. So then maybe we had to kind of find it again, and then there was like a catharsis because it's like, oh, we can sing, we don't, but we can, and then it, it's something that feels good about it, and then like it's built into the oldest languages also, mm. even in the writing of like Sanskrit or Hebrew or something. I think, I don't know if it's Hebrew also, but there's notes. Like you can, you know how to speak the, the word. Yeah. What tone should come out. That's, that's intense, man. Yeah. It's like ingrained. It's like, it's, that's genetic also. And mm. it's crazy to think when you say genetic and I went back to like the ancestry, it's like all the fucking, everything on this planet is one family. That's yeah. insane. The trees, like a banana. Yeah. A fucking mouse. Like there was a fucking meteor busted this fucking planet, rang it like a bell for like a hundred years or something stupid like that. I don't know what the real story yeah. is. 
and then like some mouse somewhere was like what the fuck happened and that's our dad or something like that's yeah. our great 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 times a million yeah because grandfather. we're here the on, that the only reason that that connection is there is because we're alive yeah unless you believe in aliens coming and yeah then that's a whole other discussion but then they probably like they still used what was well here. yeah they yeah. had to use the, the organic material that they found but that's what's so wild is that we're here today and like if you really think about it's it's actually nauseating to think of how far back your your code your dna code goes it wrinkles the <laughs> brain man you have to stop and, and like I'm, I'm reluctant to use the word meditate but like it, you find that space where you can visualize like at length and still kind of hold a reference to what you were thinking about mm. before i love doing that with like material like imagine if you go down long enough long enough the time but like far enough or deep enough like to this table you could like zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. And eventually it's like, like th- there's space in between the particles yeah. or in between the, the atoms. Like that's, that takes a second. You're like, huh? What? Like you're touching that's this That's a table. really hard one to wrap your head around. And it's the same yeah. thing. It's yeah. like there's no space between that fucking weird rodent and us in a, in a way. Yeah. We're like this tentacle through time. Whoa. And it's long AF. <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing like you're, you're, you're zooming in through the timeline until you get to like single-celled organisms and it's pretty much a space and then these organisms hit each other and then they eventually form into an actual physical being. Something that, and for some reason, like one of those eventually like functions well and like they become like specific cells one's like oh okay you're gonna help us yeah. move around i'm gonna help us digest yeah. and then like one's like i can kind of like sense light <laughs> and they're like cool that might be useful <laughs> later i don't know you're talking <laughs> millions of years of trial and exactly. error too though and they're not even they're not yeah they're not There's talking no like that it's, it's just, just boop it's it works it doesn't bumping it, into it, each it's just <laughs> death rebirth a million times over till they finally got a solid particle that eventually probably died and they had to restart until it finally worked that was a funny thing i hope that kind of dies in our genera in the next generation because a lot of people don't even understand how evolution works you know, like there is adaptation and epigenetics and it does affect the next generation, but that's nothing. That is not what we're talking about. Like it's literally just accident upon accident. And you need to watch like a 30 minute YouTube video that shows you why like a river might have split a fucking group of monkeys. And then like one might evolve like over thousands, hundreds of thousands of years to it just has this predisposition because of random genetic events and then the the offspring are going to be more likely to survive because of the environment it just takes so much time so much time to explain how much time it takes for evolution to work yeah it's i'm only realizing now i'm starting to really understand it and i've been learning about this for a long time now and i'm just i'm like i see it in day-to-day life i'm like wow okay it's mm. like it's really a long fucking process and it's a lot of mutation yeah. uh, death rebirth uh, adaptation mutation it's like luck but luck like doesn't matter if you have infinite time so you that's just kind it. of like it's this plinko thing just finds its way that's it and it's, it's there is no time we're just creating that timeline but <clears throat> it, it's happening and it's working and eventually it's gonna work yeah but you know how did we get here weren't we talking about beatboxing a second ago <laughs> beatboxing <laughs> to genetics <laughs> oh yeah the shape of people's faces and shit i wonder if delo's dad was like a beatboxer or maybe like a like a like a trombone player but that's or something. how funny our brains are we can only really reference like to dad grandfather or great grandfather but like anything past that is literally mysticism that's it, it just <laughs> it's it's beyond the veil the way we look back through so yeah it's probably my grandfather did this oh that's oh i'm into sports because my grandfather was an athlete no motherfucker what if you're triple 
to, to the power of 15 grandfather was like a like a crazy warrior that might even be too many ways back like that's not <laughs> that's not even real it's like too far back oh anything past case because i know some people with great grandfathers and i I, mm. I don't know anyone with a great great grandfather i don't think anyone maybe some people out there with some I crazy guess that's, that's starting to happen now yeah but like a f- triple or quadruple yeah like you have kids everyone has kids young <laughs> yeah and they just that, have, that's a lot of things or, have to be yeah. in place for that to work but okay but just for the the just for the solidify for the real matter if you go five generations back no one met their their fifth generational grandparents no and that's like a good 400 years ago <laughs> yeah but canada wasn't like really a thing <laughs> who are those people <laughs> <laughs> who are those people well, well i don't know i guess a lot of the world was still highly developed but it's like who were those people in an individual sense yeah like zero idea we're literally guessing already it's already like it's mysticism it's like it's it's history it's bordering on archaeology it's like we don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's not long ago but they built this road as 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 far as i can tell and like then then you go to the pyramids or these exaggerated monuments where it's like maybe aliens like we really have no fucking idea no fucking clue yeah or maybe the timeline is way older you know like that or way shorter that's what's fucked up i don't know or yeah because if they have power tools because the whole thing is like how the fuck do they make these pyramids and the 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 great pyramid of giza is the biggest example because it's just fucking massive yeah and they're saying that the timeline is supposed to be that it was built in a few years which is when they do the math each block it would have to be like they have to move like 30 blocks a minute for it to be constructed and each block is like 10 tons or something crazy like that dude if you read the raw material the, the the book of the law of one hmm. this fucking eighth dimensional entity being like fucking channeled through some like christian lady so like none of it makes any sense and they're all <laughs> academics who like lost their jobs because they got into all this weird shit so this guy this ra the sun god of egypt literally is just like bro i made it <laughs> it's like wow well, we made it and we made it like we in like 10 seconds from like the top down that's what they the, that's what i've been hearing is that the that those texts say it was the top down it was built how does that make sense? Like, how do you find that out? Is that like the the carbon dating of the plant matter or something in between? In it would between have to the, be, yeah. the rocks or something? I don't even fucking yeah. know how that works. I'm just wondering how the fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's that's a spiral when you go down in ancient Egypt. Like that was my bread and butter back when I was younger. Like yeah. fucking the work of Graham Hancock and all that stuff. Graham Hancock, he, he's going to be in that chair in a few years. I would love it, man. And if With we can get you accent. guys to, to help that happen, do like a hashtag, get Graham Hancock on or something. I don't get know. whoever on our podcast is going to be all yeah. our fucking... Because <laughs> even if it's a phone call, fuck, I should just figure out how to contact his people. That's it. Get him on a Skype conversation. We'll have his laptop right over you the You know mic. what? He's like surprising. I mean, less now because obviously he's, he's blowing up more and more, but he used to be pretty active on his Facebook. Yeah. And like, and like kind of like touching on like what people were saying and sometimes responding yeah. and i assume it's just him no it was but now it's probably like it's a, probably chaos a team though. or something yeah because yeah. it's that's like what happens guy, you get yeah. too big it's just you need a team under you yeah you know it's you can't i can't wait till we have a team <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't have a team guys <laughs> this uh, is the you're team. looking at it. <laughs> it's this is the team i'm the mascot okay <laughs> there's the guy there's tom there's fucking nate and then i'm i'm the Toking Sammy, like I'm the, <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm the talking chimp. It's funny. I was listening to one of our previous podcasts and you, you with Mark, I think it was, mm. and you handed me a sweater that you got for me. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I want to, I want to give this to you on the podcast so I can listen back in a year and laugh. Yeah. And I was already listening back and laughing. And I was like a month ago. 
Dude, I seriously, I was so glad when I saw that. I was with Maya. I'm in this fucking, like, I think I'm at Village de Valeur, you know? And I'm just like, yeah. dude, like, this reminds me of Nate. Like, I think he has one like this already. <laughs> and my, right away, I'm like, I'm buying this for him. Like, this is like a Christmas, Hanukkah yeah. gift, whatever the fuck, you know? I'm not going to get you eight things <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever the tradition is. Yeah. But, like, then the, my second thought was, I think he literally has this already, so I'll keep it if he doesn't want it. <laughs> And yep. then we could have like fucking matching sweaters. <laughs> I would never wear it, so I'm glad if you like it. Yeah, it's good. not me, man. No, it's it's sick. like, but I literally look at it and I think of ayahuasca. Like it, it moves and it has yeah, yeah. the pattern. This yeah, it has that look. It's crazy. It's like I look at it yeah. and I feel like I'm on that shit again. It's intense. Do you get that with patterns, like in general? If like someone wears like a dress shirt that's extremely filled with patterns, like a lot of lines. It depends get, on the pattern. I get nauseous now and like almost like a vertigo type of feeling. <laughs> like Pavlovian, like where's the bucket? Like, yeah. <laughs> you can smell the rape. You're like <laughs> it's weird. And I don't know if I had that pre, pre-psychedelics. pre It's just this weird. I don't get nauseous. But you know what? Even in wood patterns or like tiles in the metro or something, uh, there's, these, there's a lot of times in the past when I was like on shrooms or something. And there's that ease of like unfocus and things start wobbling, like fucking wobbling. Hmm. So I feel like I can just do that now. It's obviously not as intense, but I I can just kind of look and look through something or unfocus and it starts kind of breathing Mm. and it has this LSD-ish, psilocybin-ish feel to it. And, and as soon as like, you know, the Metro comes or whatever, everything, everything kind of pops back in, but I don't have what you're talking about. I don't have like a, cause you went a a bunch of times, you know, you went a handful (laughs) of times. I've really only gone once and I feel an effect i feel what it gave me but when i read these articles online like amber lyon shares a lot of like uh positive stories of of any plant medicine mm. and the title will just be like i took it once and it changed my life and i'm like nope <laughs> not, no, but not, not that, this guy i had that too that expectation that one time will change everything and i don't know yeah. maybe i but it has happened to some people so i guess it does but those people never did drugs before yeah that's what i think could be it i'm stubborn you know it's like i've been on some shit and maybe i maybe i got it too young yeah so i have like a defense even to that you know i don't know it's gonna take a few more hammers for it to get to get across yep no i feel i think that's probably it it's a blessing and a curse when you when you open those doors you know yeah it's definitely a blessing but it could be a curse because you won't if you go in with a high expectation you might not get what you want What's that sound? It sounds like a it's like fucking apocalypse. <laughs> this is it, guys. <laughs> We're not even live, so fuck it. You guys won't see this. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, happy New Year. Yeah. Still, it's a. I'm gonna say it all year. Fuck Does that make sense if I do that? I could just say it all the Bro, time. You make your own rules in life. There we go. Yeah. Happy Halloween. I mean, that works. To ex- <laughs> that works to an extent. Yeah. Like, don't go out killing anyone. And be like, I make my own fucking rules. Well, you know what? I think about that often because uh, I'm a gamer, and lately I don't play a lot there because I'm I got shit to do. But <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed. There's a famous line, and the the uh, the actual Assassin's Creed they tell their members that. What the fuck is that? Anyway, they tell... I'm like just going to ignore vacuum. all the... Yeah, yeah. there's just vibrate. I could feel it in the table yeah. and shit. Maybe they're <laughs> demolishing the building. I don't know. We're all going <laughs> to die. It's fine. So um, they say they tell their members, like their 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 motto, sort of, their creed, I don't know, is... Uh, what is it exactly? It's uh, nothing is real. Everything is permitted. And that is... Nothing is real. Everything's permitted. Yeah, like... 
conceptually speaking, like if you're saying that to a philosopher, there's something very useful about that. Mm-hmm. But then in, I think it was in Black Flag. I don't know if anyone's familiar with these games, but I'm sure some of you are. So fucking Black Flag. The best one that I played, it was like a Zelda experience. Like I felt like I was playing Ocarina of Time again. So it was what you were so talking good. about, it was in like 2D? No, 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 no. Oh, no this okay. is like, okay, oh no, that was Hollow Knight. Okay. Great game, but yeah. not super deeply philosophical. Okay. Just a great art, great music, great feel. Okay. I love Hollow Knight. That was like just a team of guys, and they, it was the first game they ever made. They deserve all the credit they get. Nice. Hollow Knight. Go on Steam, buy the fuck out of that game. It's worth it. But Black Flag was a fucking AAA Ubisoft. Montreal made, actually. Okay. They, they make a lot of these games in Montreal. So mm. uh, props to that. But um, in that game, the main character actually questioned that phrase for the first time because there was like six games before then and you You're hear just constantly that phrase. Saying it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's something cool about it. It sounds cool. But then the, the main character in Black Flag was like, if nothing is real, then how do I know what the fuck is going on? And if everything is permitted, how do I know how to be a good person? He asked like the biggest questions that those arise, that those, that those create. And I, I mean, I come back to that often. It's why I'm bringing it up now. What the fuck do you do with that? Hmm. You, there really is no rules. I, ca- I can kill somebody. I mean, I, there's repercussions. I, I, I'm, a, I'm into yoga and I believe yeah. in karma in that sense. And not yeah. even believe. I understand how karma works. I use the word karma to describe how the universe works. Yeah. So I understand that my actions have consequences. I understand that karma is just action. It's just a name for action. It's what's happening. I'm part of that action. And I, at the very least, perceive that I have free will so I can fuck with that. Yeah. And the more I become conscious of that, the more I can kind of slow my momentum down and give myself a breath in between reactions so that I can actually act with my wisdom. Then I can manipulate, diminish even my karma so that I can just kind of be, which is awesome. It's mm-hmm. a nice thing. It's a sweet thing. But anyway, all that being said, the fuck <laughs> what's going on it's what do a, you think about all it's this? a dangerous thought process but it, it's because there is physical repercussions for those kind of actions exactly but if you keep on peeling that then it's also it's it it's meaningless if you if you de- deconstruct this whole experience you it's know? a it's the it's like the rabbit hole yeah it's not even a rabbit hole it's like the fucking it's the abyss that looks back at you kind of thing like it's intense yeah and i don't know what to make of it because if you go with that philosophy that this is all just an experience you know and that nothing is really actually real it's just you're experiencing this for a moment one moment at a time yeah i guess then that's that's where the karmic rule kind of ties the chaos and the and the, the chaos and the um and the good together right mm. it's like that's like the universal um rule book almost i like how there's like it it bleeds into an idea of reincarnation Again, as the universe functions, how we vi- view it to function, I'm, I'm labeling something reincarnation. I'm not believing in something that I can't see. So it's the fact that the energies I put out will come back. They won't dissipate, which means that in a way I won't dissipate. Yeah. So my body, my mind will cease. I don't know if something extra lives on and remembers, but I know that I'm creating the future in a sense. Mm. I'm adding to the to the history of humanity and I can make the world better or worse. I was watching Supernatural yesterday. I grew up with the show. I've been watching it since I was 15. It's like a guilty pleasure at this point. I fucking love it. And there was this fucking, this like really good speech that this random character had, this like priest in a random episode in like season 13. And he just said all that stuff about like how 
there's always hope because there's always all these little actions really do amount to something and in in this day and age when we're being drowned by information it's supposed to be empowering but it's not what the human mind, mind is is built for yeah and then you have to listen to someone like jack cornfield who tells you tend to the part of the garden you can touch because you start getting lost in that yeah. but there is this what's, what was i saying there is this i mean like we're pat we're carving a path on this planet we're, we're making a mark whether we like it or not whether we realize it or not yeah. and that's if we kill ourselves if we stay in our room if we become a millionaire if we just live the simple life if we become a monk whatever the fuck you do you are trapped effect. yeah that yeah. tentacle we talked about earlier yeah. you're part of it you're you're a new tiny tentacle and you're still going yeah and, and it's whether and you like it or not yeah and it's affecting regardless of what you think it has an effect on people around you and your environment around you etc mm. and it's like that saying now i'm seeing it if you show me five people i know the whole world do you ever heard that kind of saying no but i like that yeah it's pretty much because those like five people know five reasoning. people yeah. and you keep going and you'll just eventually know the whole world so it, i'm thinking of it in in terms of your actions even the smallest action might affect one or two people and those two people might carry on a small hint of that action to someone else. <laughs> and then eventually it extrapolates to the whole world if you break that down too. I love that. So, Fucking, yeah, Have yeah. you ever read any Sherlock Holmes like Arthur Conan Doyle? No. He There was a sentence, I'll never forget, it's kind of similar. But he said, uh, someone who's versed in deductive reasoning can can assume a Niagara or an Atlantic just from a single drop of water. So it's this exaggerated poetic way of saying, I have all the information I need. Mm. I just have to fucking think further than yeah. my, it's the third eye or yeah. the first eye as they like to call it. It's, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, man. I like first eye. I want to change I, it to that. That's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. deep. It's yeah. deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> the first baby. Yeah. What came first, man? Yeah. I don't know. But it's like, I, I always used to joke a few years ago, like we have two eyes to be able to see in 3D. So, like, if you only had one, you would be, you lose depth perception. Yeah. So, it's like your brain creates this understanding, ha having two eyes. If you have three eyes, then you see in 4D. Dude, yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. but I just like the, yeah. the shimmy out, though, because I, I, <laughs> it just Good. reminds me of a memory when I, when I was allegedly serving DMT. See, we're getting smarter at this, allegedly throwing it in. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah. This um, is all for entertainment purposes. <laughs> this guy, he, he had a lazy eye and it wasn't working. Mm. So he was explaining to me he only sees in two dimensions. So like he, I don't even know how to, to, to picture that with my visual. You know, like how do you see in 2D? Just close an eye, I guess. But it's still, yeah, I guess, does it? You have to walk around for like 10 minutes and realize like, oh, that was way bigger than I thought it was yeah, or something maybe. Uh, or it's a good it's a good self-experiment oh man I used to walk around with my eyes closed when I was a kid I, I used to do that, that too yeah. I would try to go in a straight line and just keep my eyes oh, closed yeah. dude you will just sway yeah you just you're stand. never in a straight line man yeah even if you're not walking yeah. if you close your eyes you're just gonna yeah. sway it's weird how the anyway continue but just we'll go back to that for a second that's a really good yoga practice too though it's just to stand with your eyes closed and just yeah move your body weight slowly in circle movements i'm not there anymore but a lot of people practice their entire practices with their eyes closed and mm. man like i tried first, it it's fucking hard man oh yeah we talked about it yeah. it's true yeah it's fucking up, but it's your balance is, needs to come up but then this body awareness is birthed out of that man i, I gotta I do more of to that get back there eyes closed because you shout out to yoga with adrian I'm oh. doing I'm doing her 30 day thing for January. Oh yeah, that woman is a fucking master. But you got her on YouTube or? Yeah. Okay, nice. She's the best, man. She's, yeah. I mean, I'm, she's very she's popular, so it rises to the top. I'm sure there's a lot of other greats out there, but mm. fuck. 
I would like to see a yoga class where it's done in the dark and it's like an hour of free exploration. You kind of do all your, whatever you want. There's a teacher there giving some cues, but yeah. you just explore. I don't know if they have stuff like uh, that. They do. Yeah. I have a friend in uh, Hong Kong okay. and he was telling me about a class like that. That's cool. It wasn't in the dark, but it's like encouraged to close your eyes and very much about what your body wants to do. Very minimal cues, but a lot of talking of like feel your body, uh, you know, like plant your feet properly, spread your fingers out, whatever you're nice. choosing to do or your body's choosing to do. Go back to the breath. Let the breath fuel you. Activate the core. Like just smart little general tips. But leaving the borders open. Leaving the whole class almost nice. up to you. That's it's cool. really something. Yeah. And some dude in the back could just be passed out in Shavasana or something. It's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we ADD'd like six times. So this yeah. guy's a lazy eye you were yeah, saying? Yeah, so we'll, we'll pick it back up to him. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you had a lazy eye. And we, <clears> so when we're doing the ceremony, like very smart guy actually. Really, really intelligent computer guy. Um, um I love those people. Yeah, just like super deep into the, like he's, the way he sees the world is like through computer code almost, you know? And there's a focus with people like that. Yeah. it's You don't get it anywhere else. You no. just need like an academic person. I yeah. don't have that. No, me neither. And so hearing his perspective, so he, after the DMT, he's like, came back, he's like, I saw the computer code of the, the universe. And <laughs> he's going of course into these, he did. <laughs> and then he's like, but I saw three-dimensional figures, which was really nice. And I'm like, oh shit! He's like three. He's like even higher dimension. I don't know what, but I was seeing three dimensional geometry, and mm. I haven't seen that because his eye went lazy. So, at one point, he was able to see three. Sure. So he had yeah. a reference point. So he had because he, we'll just go back to one thing. Is like there's uh, questions where blind people do ayahuasca or something. What do they see? Blind from birth. Sure. And How for do sure, they, what do they dream about? Yeah, but they're for sure seeing something, but they don't have the vocabulary because they don't have the reference that we have from vision. Mm. So they're seeing something that. That makes sense and resonates with them, but it's we'll never be able to understand it because it's different reference. Yeah, it know? gets so complicated too because are they functionally blind? Are yeah. they actually blind? And yeah. is it neurological or is it their eyes? Yeah. It's but if someone who's birthed with zero vision, it's like the, yeah, whatever you're seeing is like you'll never be able to relate it to us because you don't know what a fucking a square looks like. Yeah. You can feel it. So maybe your your visions might be around sensory touch kind of thing, or you know. There's this, there's entire TED talk about people who are blind, but like. Uh, they start seeing like uh, apparition, like like ghosts, essentially, like uh, like human shapes. Mm. And I, I I assume because they know what they're looking at that they weren't blind first. But it's fascinating. Anyway, that's just a random. Maybe they as well. they map the figure out based off of sound and feeling and vibration, right? That oh daredevil style. Yeah. Well, you they, that's you a see cool what? movie. People shed on that movie a lot. I Fuck the show. A long time ago, but it was a good movie. Ben Affleck. Yeah. And yeah. The Electric Girl, Jennifer Garner. And the, the rain was his best friend, no? Yeah, that was yeah. so cool. Like yeah. that effect. Yeah. Man, we are ADDing hard today. <laughs> it's all good. Thank right? You're welcome slash sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just call this podcast shooting the shit. Yeah. ADD uh, <laughs> squared. <laughs> so, but that was really cool. So he did have a reference point, but it was cool for him to see three-dimensional figures hmm. for the first time in X amount of years, you know? And that's why just what you were talking about, like the 2D vision and just that brought that up. So his eye doesn't function anymore. It's complete looking like to the bottom left. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like he, c he can't even move it really? Like I, When he moves his other eye, I think it just rolls around a little bit. <laughs> is it a fake eye? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I didn't go into it with him. He brought it up. But it's I guess yeah, you don't want to be a dick. You're like, bro, can you pop it out? What's going on? <laughs> I always wondered like people with like, uh, you know, like the, what do you call that? Like a bob where their head's just constantly. Uh, Indian? <laughs> I just went through all the references of Indian people talking like this to me. 
we just lost perfect. like half our viewers. That was perfect. Uh, oh my god, that was perfect. That's so funny. No. I just, okay, so what are you talking? Like, okay, like people what's that condition move? where their head's stuck? Like, uh, there's a word for it. I don't remember the word though. It's, it's not like uh, Tourette's or something. Like they don't. They just have a tick. They just a tick, have like uh, a whatever. You, yeah, I guess tick is the right word. I guess there's, like, I'm sure there's like a like there's that. a gambit, you know, because it's an, it's like when it gets these weird kind of like confusing and and like mis- mysterious neurological disorders. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover. There's okay. a lot of yeah. It could be uh, it could be uh, what's it called there? What Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's? Yeah, but that's a. I think it's an autoimmune disorder or it's neurodegenerative. I don't fucking know. I think know. it might be. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But like someone like that who just, they're constantly, their body shift or even like. They just can't help it. They're yeah, just, hey, I man, wonder, like, is their vision know. stable? It has to be. Oh, yeah. It has to be, right? Well, I guess it depends. But for the most part, your eyes can track things. So you have two sets of muscle. I don't know if you know this already, but you have two sets of muscles in your eyes. So you, when you try to move your eyes le- from left to right, it does these movements. They're called cicades. I don't know why I know that. But they, they go tuk, 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 like in, in jumps. And your brain actually like copy pastes like in between of what you just saw and what you're seeing now to make it look seamless. But you functionally go blind in between. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Every, yeah. They've tested it. So it's just crazy. like super fast frame shots? Exactly. Okay. Exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. So your brain is just, that's why they can kind of calculate also like your brain, your, your eyes have like a, I don't know, what is it like 25 frames per second ish? I don't remember. Not anyway. Sure. So a lot of people also have these little, these weird diseases or like uh, maybe again, like a, some neurological disorder and their, their eyes are constantly jiggling or something yeah. and they can see fine. So if you, let's say someone throws a ball at you, this is like for hunting purposes, uh, there's another set of muscles that will move your eyes to track something and there's no saccades. Your eyes will flow, which is why, fun example, let's say there's like some CGI fucking like flubber thing moving in a movie. It doesn't look real when the person's looking at it because they're just faking looking at something, but they're, they're going like, huh, huh, and it doesn't look real. And it gets better with time, maybe because there's like a guy with like a like he's wearing a he's green right suit, yeah, and he's yeah. just holding a fucking tennis ball or <laughs> yeah. something on a stick, yeah. So the actor has something to look at. Yeah. And maybe you could fake it, but I don't know. Like you really need to look at something. If you look at your finger or something and you wave it around, it's a different effect than you doing it uh, more yeah. voluntarily. It's cool. It's like we have a lock-on system in yeah. our fucking bodies. We can like. And then you can like hit something. It's pretty it's, cool. It's very efficient. Yeah, but but it's, then like our vision compared to like an eagle is, it's 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 laughable. You know what's crazy too is thinking of like eagles or or owls or uh, dolphins. Like there there's something visual about the way they they hear. So they have this crazy part of their brain that is like. Um, designated to how they hear even owls even have a i think you told me this there's like one ear uh, higher than the other so they can hear in 3d whoa yeah it's fucked up so they can locate things physically in space we can tell where something is coming from because we have two ears but they're on the same plane yeah so them their ears are like this if you see like the skull of an owl it's like triangulation yeah whoa it's pretty fucking cool it's like a gps system it's insane but they also but a lot of it gets like allocated to a lot of their visual cortex or whatever it is in in a fucking owl like that's that's still highly functioning obviously their eyes are insane also but they're it's like this combination to be able to hunt and it's all combined it's all Mm. i mean like we do it too it's not synesthesia in the sense where like one sense kind of melts into another or activates another it's all working perfectly Mm. and and it's 
you like imagine it's like if i if i tap the table and you see it and you hear it at the same time it's cohesive yeah so for them it's like 10 fucking kilometers away they hear a mouse scratching in the snow and they can fucking see it <laughs> and they can hear it it's i don't know man that's it's another wild world. man or the Literally. eagle is a kilometer up in the sky and just flies down to sh- grab its prey and go back up. Oh, that's trippy as fuck, man. Like we really are ADDing a lot, dude. Yeah. Did you know falcons actually punch stuff? It's an actual real thing. Falcon like punch. Falcon yeah. punch. Oh yeah. <laughs> falcon punch. <laughs> fuck, that was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Smash Bros, man. I, I, what someone do you mean told they me punch this. stuff. Like they hit stuff with their wing, apparently. Like a like a. I don't know. Maybe I'm here. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I don't know. Google it. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't care. I just rather like they they swoop like an eagle. But then they fucking crack stuff, Whoa. and they like knock it out, and they they're like that's a way that they hit. I don't know if they I, use their wing actually or like maybe their their talons. Oh, very, bro, their talons are huge, eh? They're very talented. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> You're not an Instagram guy, but nope, um, not yet, I guess. Rogan talks about it. You for sure heard about Nature is Metal. It's an Instagram page. Oh yeah, okay. And like before Ugh. Rogan started mentioning it, it was like thirty to fifty thousand followers. Now it's like Rogan's a been promoting. It's got like two million. Ugh. It's crazy. But they post like like just real situ- situations that happen in nature. Like a deer getting murked or something. Yeah, like crazy stuff. <laughs> like it's dark stuff, part, man. Yeah. But there's a video like an eagle, like or like a eagle, or I guess it's a hawk. Was another big ass fucking bird with giant talons. Fucking Valkyrie. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah. Something RP. savagery. Whatever. Grab Mystical like a, creature. <laughs> grab like an animal. It looked like a deer even. I don't know. Okay. It's a big animal and like lifted it and dropped it off the fucking cliff and you just see it oh, falling down yo. and then it goes to the body at the bottom. Like that it, is Like fuck. it's figured out yeah. how to fucking kill this bigger animal by just using the, the momentum of that lift to throw it off the fucking cliff. Wow. Jeez, wow. man. I saw this thing on, on Facebook recently also. It's like, it's this, I guess it was like a video. It's like snapshot after snapshot. So it's like you see one photo, but it's like the bird like next to itself, like over and over. And it's, it's a, I think it's like a bald eagle, like the white top there. And it's going into the water and it, it like, it's getting a fish or something. I don't I fucking know. I have seen this. It's like Dude. frame by frame photos. Yeah. And the wings go f- super far back and, and it looks like the feet and then the feet go in the front and it looks like the arms. It looks Jeez. so strange. Jeez. It just like it just like flips like like backwards and then the the claws are like in front of its face so it can just like like attack with its eyes essentially Whoa. and then the the wings go back to become suddenly very aerodynamic and and maybe even plunge in the water and just whack. And what's and crazy gone. is there's diffraction because of light. So this fucking thing knows instinct or or otherwise conditioning uh maybe even like just well it's n- probably part n- of its evolution nurture yeah i don't yeah. know I, I don't know but it'd be cool to find out but mm. it it like has to aim above where a it's little gonna bit. go yeah or well that too yeah. fuck it's a moving target but it's also like i don't know if you ever saw castaway where he's like trying to kill the the fish and well, yeah, keeps it's missing dis- its location's distorted yeah so there's so many calculations happening oh. in a split second did you ever read the hatchet, hatchet. when you were younger it's like the it's like the same story as the castaway. It's like this kid who it sounds very familiar. Oh, it's a fucked up book, man. Well, I feel like I've read it. I just random memory, but it's the same story. Like this guy's on a plane, he crashes. Everyone oh. in the tr- plane dies except him. And bro, you're tapping into some old memory of Nate. I know it just came out of nowhere, and he had a hatchet. And it's like how he figured like he figured out in his dream how to make fire because an animal was attacking him, and he threw the hatchet, and it hit the wall where he was staying in like a cave, and it made sparks. 
and he didn't even put two and two together because he doesn't know how to survive, right? But like, fuck, man, it's a it was a deep book because eventually it's like months pass by and he's not talking to anybody and he's learning how to hunt and it's like you're looking at a bird in a tree you can't even see it but then there's this this entire paragraphs a chapter even where he's talking about how he didn't used to be able to see the bird and now he sees fucking birds everywhere and he could just fucking murk like a a fish in the water because it was like he just knows where to aim just Mm. just through him second nature it's a trial and error yeah you know this is actually going to tie together to our whole talk about um our evolution is that mm. no fucking kidding we had to figure shit out the, with, you have these birds that fly from the sky and just snatch you <laughs> yeah like, we used to be smaller I guess right yeah but or take thing. the children that, that probably happened so often you know mm-hmm. like no kidding we had to figure out these fucking tools that was the only way we could survive we had weak skin you know yeah we, we it's are, funny how we got weaker with time also because it's or funny stronger. you know what it is it's because we got comfort time? Oh. We had the fire was more comfortable. It's literally the comfort zone ruins everything if you think about it. But it was also responsible for evolution. Yeah, it's but fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> if you really think about it, it's like we started losing all the extra hair because we, we were safer. We didn't need to be as warm. We had external objects to help us stay warm. You know, is evolution just like generational now? Is it like all about adaptation? Is it all mental now? Like I know physically we're still changing, but it's so it's so it's such a long game that I think it doesn't it, matter to I us. I think it ramps up now because the database is so wide, so big, and that epigenetics oh. is really playing a role now. That's a cool be- way of thinking about it. Cuz I I I talked to my client about this cuz if you use the UFC as an example, it's mm. been around 20 20 years let's say, probably a little bit longer. From UFC 1 to now, it's like Night it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And that's an evolution of a sport. That sport evolved into this insanely technical, and it's not even where its peak yet is. But why is that happening so fast? Because the first set of guys came in and, and competitors came in and they did their thing. Then the, the, the next generation saw that, fine-tuned it. And that we're talking like two generations. It's 20 years. It's the same generation. And all of a sudden now this sport is this fucking insanely different. Like you, you can't even compare the two and it's that's the, evolution before your eyes happening it's the fact that it's being broadcast and some random dude in like fucking Bulgaria is like I could kill I could cut I could fuck that guy and up. he has a whole database to study yeah you know and that's why I think the epigenetics part of the evolution is really ramping up because we just have so much information why did I pick Bulgaria <laughs> I just <laughs> make myself laugh just those are intense people you know he's like a unibrow he's like i could do this that's why I th- i'm thinking it's just some one of the one that area yeah just the, one of those places that like needed to some ussr fucking <laughs> it gets really cold i don't know he's like carrying some lumber you know exactly like, i love that i could be world champion uh, there's a guy on uh he was a, they showed him on the jre also but he makes his own kettlebells and he's wearing a mask all the time and he's like super yoked and he's just doing like fucking kettlebell swings with his like 50 Pavlo or whatever no I don't remember his name it just made me laugh because it's like winter it's like freezing outside and he's like ah he's like lifting this fucking fucking it looks like a suitcase but it's like made of cement you know jeez jeez anyway but that's it that's so that's literally evolution is that we were forced to only way for us to survive because we didn't have big teeth or fucking anything and in the in the easiest time this this can bleed into what you wanted to talk about earlier because mm. in the in the healthiest time now we have the the most suicides we're the most lost we have all this information and all this context and we don't know how to deal with it which is funny too because the great minds already did a lot of the work you know there's a lot of minutia about how to implement it in today's world because today's world is weird as fuck 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you want proof that we're living in a simulation, just it's, po- pop your head out the chaos window. right now. But like, just yeah. all the Socrates, Kant, Descartes, all that shit floating around that can give you some crazy, crazy context, crazy tools even to to manipulate and and figure out higher contexts and and concepts. <laughs> it seems like it's not enough. You know that like it's like I said before the information is the information age is is we're in it but we're we're it's not it's almost like we need a an organization age we need something to come in and be like okay we just have databases like we don't need to know half we don't need to know 80 99% of this shit mm. what there's some crazy statistic like every hour there's like 80 hours of youtube uploaded you literally probably, are just whoa. drowning in it yeah it's probably way more than that. Yeah, that was an old statistic yeah. too. So it's probably like a, a two hundred now or something stupid like that. I'm Whoa. just guessing. Can you Google that? Like, how many I'll hours of YouTube per hour? It's a weird thing to Google. That's a fucking. But that's a real crazy perspective. You can narrow it down into an hour. Well, it's like a Google search. You search an item, it, it can be like you have like 1.7 billion hits that are related to that topic. Like, who the fuck can na- can navigate through it? You only look at the first page. You know. I got to hear this. Oh, my God. Okay, in 2017. This was two years ago. Oh, my God. It was three years ago. Happy New Year. Let's talk about junk. Okay, so... 2020. Um, 300 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Domo How many days is that? 20, 300 divided by 24 is what? Don't make so. me do math, bro. <laughs> well, it's more than 10 days. It's uh, it's thirteen days. That's I guess, thirteen uh, days of footage. Hours is about five days. That's thirteen days of footage. Oh no, no, sorry, fourteen days of footage because it's twenty. Yeah, fourteen, fourteen, 14 days of footage. Fourteen full days. Full days, not even counting sleep. No, like past full sleep. fucking twenty-four hour days condensed into one minute, and that's that was three years ago. It's less impressive when you realize how much garbage is being uploaded constantly. But and that's, it's a statistic, right? So people are using YouTube as a database also. So there's random nonsense uploaded onto YouTube. There's a website called PetitTube. PetitTube? Yeah, dot com, I think. And you can just find... It, it'll just randomly generate a YouTube video that has one viewer. <laughs> so you're the second viewer on all of that's these videos. Cool. Yeah, it's fucking... It's a cool little... Like feed you the most bullshit you've ever needed to be fed before this is the f- this is like the fun of it now is that we're like i'm leaning into the random there's another thing like that for amazon where it's like the craziest items that are being sold and you'll just get a stream of it like a facebook feed and you're like what the fuck is this what the <laughs> fuck is that whoa you yeah. can lose yourself in the internet oh we are yeah. that's the worst part we j- but we're just I- i've said this a million times we're we 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 have the library of alexandria in our fucking pockets and everyone is gossiping at in the cafeteria like it's garbage mm. it's literally garbage i like that but it's true yeah i like it too I, i'm proud of myself for <laughs> thinking of a fun way of putting it it's because the library of alexandria not only is the epitome of like like they used to stop boats and be like we're taking all your books and copying them fuck you like this is the law like that was a cop yeah. saying give me your book so i could copy it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then continuing the analogy they burnt that shit down, which is I mean, a like, huge fucking I don't know hit. why they did, and I don't know what's going on. I don't know history, but like that's what's going to happen. We're going to fucking nuke ourselves yeah, because if you the think, internet is driving us insane. If you think about it, that was the fucking, that was the database of all the world's information at the time, and yeah. it fucking got burnt down. Yeah, we just dented our 
history. I mean, someone did that deliberately. Someone was, it was like, bruh. I, I don't know what happened. I think it was knowledge. a religious thing, if I'm not mistaken. I do not know. I, think I thought were, it was a mystery. It might be. I, I think, hope it is. Yeah, I th- from somewhere I read, it might be a religious thing. I don't know. Or it could have been just like the city got raided and they fucking burnt it or something mm-hmm. like that. But something, ha- it's gone. It's unfortunate. Like, because there's, there's truths that are human. You know, if we just sit and feel, we can find them. But then there's something like, apparently we lost the recipe for cement for like a few hundred years. So people saw like all these cool arches and they're like, how'd they do that? Wow. They, they carved the mountain. Like they didn't mm. get it. And now we're just like, it's cement, you fucking idiot. <laughs> but we literally had to figure that out again. Mm. And I mean, I guess it opens the way for new technology. You know, like Graham Hancock, they, he talks about, the well he he doesn't get deep into it because it's not his forte but like uh oh what is that guy's name i forgot but they you know the the potential for past technologies exists even in our our archaeological archaeological findings there we're we're finding these crazy uh similarities these things these like shapes these strange things that are at all these sites and we're thinking oh maybe there's this other technology that uses like sound and magnetism that we don't really get yeah and and we're just skipping over it Coral Island, yeah. exactly. That's Fucking Google that shit too. Coral Island is a mind fuck. If you want to go down the internet corners, this is a really fun one to check out because mm. this one guy created this fucking like these this stone structures. Yeah. like like uh, it 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 gives you a feeling of something like Stonehenge, and it's and in a nutshell, it's it's thinking like you need to be in a certain part of the Earth. Like on on a in a sp- certain place on the planet at a certain time because it's the magnetic field that's like helping you or something, and then you're using these weird like cone things and sound and vibration in order to lift and maybe even shape large pieces of stone. I don't know how any of this works, but that's the theory. That's the mystery. That's the it, right? conspiracy. Let's yeah. say because these two kids apparently like interrupted him while he was building something, and they saw him moving a large object on his own. And he was holding these two, they described it as ice cream cones. And that's this thing I was talking about that's found in all those other yes. sites. There's these fucking rocks. In the, in the artwork, right? Not just in the artwork. You're literally finding these. They're super old. So they're like stone now, essentially. But they are they look like fucking ice cream cones. It literally just looks like this cone it's shape. Like a coil. Yeah. And then you yeah. hear these other stories of like these monks in a mountain somewhere. And they all, there's like a hundred of them all lined up in an arch. And they have like marks on the ground so they know exactly where to stand. And they all like, you know, and then like a rock lifts yeah. and starts turning. And then they put it down and they're like, cool, we can still do it. And they go back and fucking. Graham Hancock spoke pray. a lot about that in his book Supernatural. Was that a fiction or a nonfiction? Uh, it was just exploring these okay. nonfiction topics. Because I know he did some fictions. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was, a, it was a nonfiction. Okay. Uh, sorry, fiction topics in a nonfiction book. Like, okay, for sure. Yeah. He's going down a rabbit hole, but. He was, he was showing nice. archaeological evidence, like what we're talking about, Coral Island. I, I believe he brought it up. But like also the, the, the some scriptures say that they, 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 they would line up, like you said, the monks, with like a trumpet-like thing and just blow these sound waves and lift, levitate giant rocks. Mm. Like that's what was reported, you know. There's something like intuitive about that. There's a power to voice. We even talked about like singing being intuitive and all that stuff with the whales and the birds and shit. Yeah. There's something healing about it. We know that for sure. And then we know different languages affect it. We know that there is an actual Sanskrit effect, which is a crazy... I didn't get deep into the studies, so don't quote me on that. But I, I, I saw it, so it might be bullshit. I don't know. Uh, me personally, I have a certain bias, so I won't get into it. But I know that um, like the, there's this... What is it? Latvia. In Latvia, they, they have these beautiful festivals, and it's all centered around music. 
and like every day has, has like a name attached to it and like they they, they sing these songs hmm. for your name and it's it's, it's so cool and I, there's this thing on on the on YouTube and it's like there's this guy on like a podium okay and he's fucking like you know conducting this choir that's made up of like I want to say like 10,000 people like a, some crazy Whoa. number like that and they're singing the national anthem and it doesn't give it justice because it's an audio file on a website, but it is still very powerful. I personally love chants. I love hearing bhajans. I love hearing people singing, like one person sings and then other people come in hmm. and and it's it's this call and response thing and, and it's something powerful about it. I just love it. I experienced it a lot in India. It's amazing. There's something to it. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. There's no, something there amazing to it. Yeah. Whether you're the one singing or you're the one responding, you feel amazing afterwards. But imagine this many people all singing, all having the same goal. I mean, it's a choir, so some of them are doing low, some of them are doing high. They're just trying to sing a song. But what if there's some math to this and you like you're singing octaves of a specific note and you're you're experimenting with it and you can and you all point it at something and you try to like kill a guy or like like it's cook a, cook water like boil water yeah. <laughs> i don't know like yeah, why not you see those videos with the sound waves on like sand on a platform yeah and it's like i don't know about that anymore it's starting to bug me why there's a lot of scientific uh minds that are like meh you know, this does this because blah blah blah. It's called cymatics. But it but it is it is real what's happening or they're debunking debunking it is, the whole thing. It's real what's happening, but it it's like it depend the vibration depends on the size of the plate and the, the the material it's made of. Like there's a lot of stuff that needs to be right for you to kind of get those patterns that show okay. up. So I don't know how true either side is, but I do know what you're talking about and it's fascinating because it bleeds into that uh, the the 432 hertz thing because everyone's tuned to 440 yeah. and all that stuff. But regardless of whether the patterns, it's you're still manipulating physical reality with sound. Yeah, and that's where ten thousand people on a, on a different pitches or octaves, tuning in on an object. What the fuck could happen? You know, with the with the correct mathematics, like you were talking about. Oh no! I mean, you ever see that dude who invented like a? It was like a. It looks like a microphone. And he just sticks it in water and then water starts boiling. No. It's fucking fascinating. That is a, an actual technology that exists. And it's like he just found the resonance frequency of water or something. So it just vibrates like crazy. And I don't know the technology also to make the sound like actually function properly underwater. I don't know. But that technology exists and his family now owns it because the guy who invented it died. And it's just like uh, legally theirs now. And they refuse, they don't know how it works. They don't know how to reproduce it. And they refuse to let anyone else figure it out because they want, they want to cash out on it somehow. Mm. But this guy can literally like, it's like a technology. It could be easily powered by whatever, but it's just this, the way this thing functions suddenly boils the water. And it's like, it's, it's not, it's not out there. Like it's not far-fetched. This is real. This is happening. And it's just kind of, it's like the cement is just being forgotten mm. because of, some fucking assholes essentially yeah. i mean we're all human we're all assholes yeah. it's society kind of makes us assholes because we all need to eat yeah. we're all a little bit greedy you know it's a thing we're all flesh as the bible says yeah. but uh yeah. fuck man you know like i want to i want to bust that thing open i want to see what's going on maybe there's like a little fairy inside going boil with like a wizard hat or something <laughs> like <laughs> let me out of here it's <laughs> a great voice by the way release me <laughs> <laughs> it's my gnome voice. It's a great gnome voice. I picture him. 
shit. Oh, we're idiots. I love it. That's. I don't know where this is going, but I, back to the Graham Hancock Supernatural, he was talking about accounts of elves, meaning elves. And like, there's like written accounts from the 16th century, 15th century. Like, if you see elves in the forest, avoid them. And there were stories of people that saw two elves dancing and they went to go talk to the elves and then came Uh-oh. back to their village, what felt like two minutes in their life. Their whole village was completely different. Like their childhood friends already died and their their children were living on. Like he aged two minutes, they aged like a hundred years. So What the fuck? Yeah, and there's a lot of accounts of that in the sixteen, seventeen, fifteen, sixteen hundreds in that time frame. Of like elves stay away and there was like reports, stay away from the dancing elves. Yeah. So that you're it's no, tough, man. Yeah. So you're like, I heard of you guys. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. They're just dancing. They look cute. Hey, come and play with us. <laughs> boom. You're dancing in their vortex and fucking time just went by. Oh, man. That's some interstellar shit. Yeah. Some, some some crazy relativity going on there. That was a good movie. That's my favorite movie. Oh, yeah. We talked about yeah, it. It's my fucking favorite movie. It's so, it's so ahead of its time. And it's not. It's just, it's, it is time. <laughs> <laughs> I made my girlfriend watch it. She like halfway through had to stop because it was just so intense. It's mindfuck. Because there was concepts that she didn't understand. And then I have to go, okay, we have to speak about what relativity is. It's funny. I had a similar experience with my girl. I was talking about like some random space shit because I, I love this, this uh, YouTube channel called Because Science. Hmm. And it's so funny. And the guy just like, grounds a lot of crazy scientific concepts and he'll talk about like how a lightsaber might work or something like he's he's a fun guy he's a nerd but he he's also really smart he knows a little bit about a lot that's what he says often so he's able to like explore because science it mm. sounds a little pretentious but he's just being a jerk and it spells bs which is funny also I like it. yeah but he he gets into uh, uh i was talking about some random video i saw and it's fascinating we can get into it after but like um I mentioned some stuff about space and I'm talking to, to Maya and I'm saying, uh, like, do you know, oh yeah, do you know about this? And she's like, no. And then I'm like, I explain a little bit. Then I go, oh yeah. And then it's a blah, blah, blah about Voyager. And I'm like, oh yeah, not the spacecraft, but the satellites that like left the solar system. And then I'm like, do you know about that? And, and she's like, no, I asked like just in case, but I was shocked when she, when she said, no, I don't, I just feel so stupid all the time. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have knowledge that you don't, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I just realized like, she knows a bunch of shit that I don't. And I'm finding that out as we go. And there's a bunch of shit that I know that she doesn't. Mm. And that surprises me for some reason. I just feel like everyone knows what I know, <laughs> yeah. but I know all these crazy concepts about space and quantum physics. And it's all been dumbed down for me because I'm not a mathematician yeah. by any means, by any fucking means. But yeah, like the, I'm watching this video and this guy's talking about, you know, the Dyson scientist who talked about Dyson spheres and no. it's like, oh, okay. I, yeah. I, so he's theorized that, uh, uh, an advanced civilization could eventually with enough, uh, energy and resources, uh, make a material structure around a sun so that it could essentially like take all the energy from the sun and have like infinite energy. That's a type three, type, type three civilization. One would be the planet. Two planet. would be the sun. Is it three? The sun? Would be the oh, it's galaxy. galaxy. So it's type two. Yeah, I guess so. Type two. I think we're not even at type one yet. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get on it, curious chimps. Um, <laughs> we're heading there if we don't kill ourselves. Yeah, we're good. We're gonna be fine. Hopefully, we're in that. Yeah. We're in that universe. We're in that yeah. that section of the multiverse. I think. I hope. <laughs> so what, the same guy, the Dyson guy. That's actually th- there was a, an article. Um, a few months ago, I think, or maybe like a year ago now, 
where they were seeing, like they were viewing a, a sun, like a star uh, in a telescope. And it was shining weird and blinking weird. And one of the theories of why that was happening is possibly because there's a Dyson sphere around it. And it could be like, big air quotes, proof of an alien civilization. Whoa. Yeah, a type two civilization. So that's terrifying. And terraforming, <laughs> literally. <It's> both. <laughs> so the same t- guy, Dyson, he thought, not the vacuums, the, the scientist, he thought that, uh, well, he actually made the, he did the math and everything, but if you had two fucking, like, uh, suns that were orbiting each other, which happens often, there's binary systems, like, all over the fucking place, uh, you could slingshot around one of them, which is already slingshotting around another one, and then, like, ridiculously advance your, your speed and, and travel between the stars in, like, a feasible time timeline. Like, the nearest star is... Uh, I forgot the name, Proxima something. Proxima because it's close, I guess. And if we do it with our rockets, it's about 80,000 years, which is ridiculous. Light years or? or years. It's like 1.4 parsecs, which is about five light years. So okay. like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> then if we slingshot around the way we know how, then it would take like uh, 500 years. Whoa. And then if we had neutron stars, because the gravity is ridiculous and they'd be spinning around each other in like less than a second. I don't know how the fuck we would slingshot around that, but we would somehow. Um, then it could be about 16 or 17 years. That's assuming we had those kind of stars around us, though. If we had those stars and if we could slow down somehow, I feel like that's a problem because it would take you like 100 you years decelerate? to slow down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You'd have to start slowing down at the halfway mark because Whoa. you're going so fast. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And here's the cool part about that video. He was saying if a species if a species was advanced enough to set these up, then there might be a bunch of them around the galaxy, and that might be like there might be like a little highway of these rapidly spinning. The, I mean, they would they would decay like the orbit would decay really quickly and they would crash into each other and explode. But there like there'd be I mean if you can manipulate them there'd be a way to sustain it and like separate them again or something I don't know Mm -hmm. this would take so much energy but travel is still travel time is still a problem so like you'd be able to go to the nearest star in in about 17 years and you would age seven months less than the rest of the universe because of how relativity works and you wouldn't need to use much fuel you just have to get to the star you have to get the propulsion from the star and then if you do one to another to another to another to another then you could just like travel around the entire galaxy and in like a few generations that's fucking awesome anyway it's insane we add so much i, I think we have it. like 10 minutes left but that's 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 a mind fuck you know yeah that's a mind fuck not all his videos are that cool yeah but that was a fucking mind fuck i read that an article a- that perhaps super advanced civilizations aren't even biological beings they're more supercomputers that are just fucking sur- surveying the the uh the galaxies in the universe mm. because supercomputers can don't play to the laws the laws of biological time you know they can live on for x amount of whatever you know especially if they're solar powered too and then they mm. they pull energy off each plant each sources and they pass by or maybe they're like they're maybe some of them are even shut down in some way and then just like will wake up later but it has some kind of non-mechanical function mm. you know like uh uh terence mckenna was talking about like how the the theory of uh, panspermia like the like meteors came and like like gave us some biological material to start life on earth or on other planets mm. and he's he's saying he has this great poem called the mushroom speaks and he he talks about how there's a there's like a great civilization 
that is like like uh extra dimensional and then so on the th in the third dimension it looks like like they're trying to connect everybody in this kind of like hyper dimensional superhighway through psilocybin and that's what that's why you're getting this crazy like galaxy level like like universe level download every time you take shrooms <laughs> and um what they did essentially was like make these spores these like this biological thing that can survive in space they put them in all these rocks and they just go like they gunshot it like 360 and mm -hmm. where it lands it lands it affects the evolution of on the planet so that you can eventually take this mushroom and like connect to this highway well that's what it looks like for us anyway yeah. and then if if and when we become part of this galactic family as he put it and, and it's I like that fucking trippy yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like you in within this highway is is information. It's not just communication, but it's it's an exchange. So you're not only like we're not only like telling stuff that we're here, but it's also telling us how to like build crazy structures and crazy technologies. A universal Wi-Fi network. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, if you want to come meet us in the 3D, <laughs> take some shrooms. Yeah. Like imagine a, a NASA scientist starts tripping balls for the first time in his life and all the crazy stuff he knows starts fitting into uh, some new perspective, some new doors of perception, and and he just suddenly he's like, bro, what if we do this? What if we do that? You know, like some fucking like yeah. Gene Rottenberry. I don't know what the fuck that guy was doing before, but he he invented Star Trek, and he is the reason why we conceptualized X-ray machines and MRIs and cell phones, and now a literal fucking warp drive. Like we have a way of warping space so that there's less behind us or more behind us and less in front of us. And without physically moving, we are traveling faster than light to wherever the fuck we want to go. We need like so much fucking free energy, which is a whole other topic, but yeah. I mean, it's scientifically feasible. That's just, what? And it stemmed from a fiction. Yeah. Yeah. That guy was on drugs for sure. Had to be. Fucking gene. Well, they're not <laughs> open about it, but like, Go into technology like Steve Jobs was huge into LSD and like he, he look what he's created, you know. Yeah, he he paved the the way. There's a there's a show called Humans that was like a Dutch show that became like a British show, and they actually talk about how he changed the world. Excuse me, Steve Jobs. Yeah, and everything became about computers and a handheld computer, and and it was it was pretty much centered around music. Hmm. You know, when we had iPods like in high school. Well, I mean, it was high school for us because we're in our 30s, I guess. Or yeah, close to it. The that's that's what he that was his vision of the future is people want the fucking disc man to stop skipping on the bus on the way to school. <laughs> so let's have this this fucking stupid thing with a battery built in and yeah. it looked cool. It was heavy. You could kill brick. somebody with it. Yeah, I wish I could see one. I haven't seen one in so long. Oh, I got one somewhere, man. Oh, yeah, I'll find old it. school yeah. iPod, that big metal back. Yeah, and that blue stupid screen yeah. and that and that that no buttons. It was a, rolling. It was, a, it, was a, yeah. it was a rolling, right? I loved it. So in this show, Jeez. humans, instead of going down this road, they went down a road of robotics. So then by that, instead of having these, they have fucking androids. They have human looking things. It's actually a really good show. What's the show? Humans. Humans. It's just okay. called Humans. Yeah. It's a little hard to find because it's a stupid title. And there's, like <laughs> I said, there's like a Dutch original show and there's like a British uh, remake. Okay. But it's great. I love it because the, I mean, okay, the, quickly the premise is that some some robots were created like the Steve Jobs of their world sort of actually coded free will. He like spent the time and it's like unique code for like tens of thousands of pages and it's just free will. It's just okay. like, and, and he made like five 
robots, five androids who have free will. Oh, and they're just like it's they're just like what <laughs> what do we do like we know yeah. that we can't be found and we can't talk to anybody we have to pretend we're like the other servants and whoa it's a crazy show how many seasons is this thing i think there's three and i don't want to actually i shouldn't ruin anything yeah there's yeah, i think there's three it's worth now. watching i like it it's yeah. a good drama the characters are interesting and the, the robots are robots like they're they're not trying to be human they have free will but and they look like humans but they can't cry they can't sweat they can't like they're not going to clench their fist in anger and when they decide to do something they just fucking do it that's what i love about that show is like it's like oh we have to do this and they just kind of turn and walk away like the the, the determination is a, is a binary it's a zero one like you can feel it mm. in the actor like some of them are a little more emotionally oriented maybe because they're more like their experiences or they choose to be or they're just they're just more of like a nanny robot or something that it's only operating on free will so they have none yeah. of the other it's just that that's their computer code yeah but they have the intelligence they have the resources of a of a fucking robot so they can calculate things instantly they can like pretty they can almost predict the future they have perfect like uh, aim perfect physical awareness they have they can't feel in a sense like the way we can but they they have an emotional awareness they it's it's a very intense show that's what we're creating man I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> That's I don't what like we're this. creating, man. I don't like this. <laughs> if you think about it, how <clears throat> how uh, effective that that technology would be, complete calculations with with the with the free will decision making, but all mathematically sound, swifting through the billions of fucking information bits within milliseconds. I have I have two arguments against that, which is what like the like Elon Musk or some one of these smarter people, they would say like, it's more like the, the problem with AI is that it's not intelligent enough and it's just kind of perfectly doing what we design it to. And then there's a lot of problems with that because we're not thinking ahead. It's just a dumb AI that's like, like the like just a small example is the algorithms that like bottleneck us in something like YouTube or, or yeah. Netflix. But, but the potential disaster for something like that is really bad. At when you give them those things more power or it affects how we think because it has so much power over us but um the the more likely scenario and this is just my first prong my second prong is literally just the movie cats like the uncanny cats. valley yeah <laughs> i'll talk about it after yeah. so <laughs> the 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 probability is that we're going to enhance our minds with some kind of with something technological so that we'll get that kind of edge and then something technological will be connected to us and then start kind of r r like retracing, r reverse engineering a human quality. And then we're going to start arguing about free will in, in a generation because mm. this thing for all intents and purposes acts the way we do, but doesn't feel the way we do. I don't know. That's like a Buddhist will say. There's a, there's a great movie called uh, uh, Doomsday Clock, I think. Okay. Doomsday, Doomsday something. I don't know. Doomsday story, Doomsday. I don't remember, but it's three stories. And one of them is about a robot that, re that reaches enlightenment. And it's in a Buddhist monastery. So they all start treating it like the Buddha. And the, the, the way they think about it is that once this thing can be smart enough and able enough to, to act human, then a soul can embody it. It's the way I was talking about karma. Like a soul is not some intangible thing. It's a, it's a, it's what we call what's happening in the universe. Yeah. So if this thing can be that, then we can, we can start, we can, we can say this is incarnated now. This thing has a soul. This thing affects us. This thing has its own karma mm. now. And even in this story, 
it, it it's enlightened it even knows it's a robot it's nothing and it's it's a great it's a great movie it's three wow. short stories i forgot what it's called right now and yeah second prong the movie cats it just looks weird the cgi is fucked up that's why we didn't have robots yeah they just look weird that they, they move weird they, their eyes move weird there's so much of that un unverbal nonverbal communication we talked about earlier that's not there and it fucking makes us queasy we just want to kill it we're like you're not human <laughs> yeah stop trying anyway i'm sorry yeah. i'm getting passionate about this we should talk about that another time let's talk about drugs yeah all right guys peace let's out we love you um subscribe drugs. to our youtube channel now yo check out the fucking everything man yeah. check out our stuff check out our past podcasts we got a lot of cool people coming up yeah. We got boxers. We got the burpee guy. Yeah. We got artists. We got just us shooting the shit again. Yeah. We got uh, sponsors. Just help us out. We love you. Yeah. Stay curious. In and and I love you, sir. I love you, brother. Let's keep Always going on this crazy journey. Deal. Deal. All right. Peace. Peace.